Aiden asked a question. What about peanuts? If I if it's cold and I eat more peanuts, will that make me warmer because of all the protein? No. Do you know that feeling when everyone is talking about a movie that you haven't seen? Have you ever felt compelled to make some vague comments just so you can join in the conversation? Well, what if you were in too deep? Do you think you could convince everyone that you'd seen it? Or do you think your version would be so much better that no one would care? Here at Faking Movies, we're always the ones who haven't seen the movie. Anything you can do, I can do better. I can do anything better than you. Oh, you can. Yes, I can. Oh, you can. Yes, I can. Oh, you can. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Faking Movies. Jesus Christ, Seth. Um... (laughs) Oh boy, I now understand why you're so popular with all of the plants. Um, so, okay, well, yeah, this is a terrible start. So, hey, welcome back. It's episode 90, Faking Movies. Mm-hmm. This is it's, us. It's fun because we had 27 minutes of like, I think, honestly, pretty good intros, and then we just skipped all of it. Oh, yeah, it was terrible. Um, yeah. That, of course, is my dear friend Zach. What's up, Zach? Mm-hmm. Not much. How's mm-hmm. it going? I've. Was apparently better for the last twenty-seven minutes than now, but yeah. sure enough, uh, sure also, of course, joined by my dear friend Seth, he of the making faces. What's up, Seth? Hey, I'm. I'm, we have um, movies and faking I'm a faces. little drunk already, so like, let's uh, yeah. let's do this biz. Hey. Oh, oh yeah, it's, uh-huh. it's gonna be an ep. It's gonna mm-hmm. be an ep. It's gonna uh, be an ep. So before we get started, of course, I'll mention check out our website, check out our Twitter, and check out our Instagram for. All your actually, I haven't updated the Instagram in a while. Um, anyway, yeah. check out those other things. So I haven't mm-hmm. updated the thing I was supposed to update either. So like, um, <laughs> hey, Marielle, way to be our only social media, <laughs> our only lifeline to the rest of the world. Yeah, the yeah. hardest, the hardest working part of this team. Yeah, no, for sure, for sure she is. <laughs> yeah. uh, I did want to mention uh, before we got started, just a little theory I've been cooking up. Um, uh, at time of recording, it's uh, it's been one week uh, since oh, no. the release of the. <laughs> oh no! You're the worst. Oh no! <laughs> since the release of the dope ass new Netflix show Russian Doll, uh, and oh, Elizabeth yeah. Elizabeth Ashley uh, is in that show. Um, Elizabeth Ashley plays uh, a a mother figure and more importantly, a psychiatrist in that show. She also happened to play a psychiatrist in our last episode, oh, right. Vampire's Kiss. Oh, right. Oh, sure. Oh, sure. So yeah. I am okay. now here calling out Natasha Leone and saying, is this a <laughs> Vampire's Kiss shared universe? I need to know. Oh. I need to know. Also, please come on the podcast. You're, oh, my we, God. You're great. We love we all, you. We yeah, all discussed true. earlier that we love you so much. Yeah. Yeah. We think you are so talented, and we love your work, and Russian Doll is amazing. Anyway, and let's get into I definitely had week. a crush on you, uh, you know. Continuously to the weird. present. I mean, yeah. You know. Yeah. So I guess so. we just blew that one. Thanks, Seth. <laughs> <laughs> ah, beans. Whoopsie! Uh, yeah, so Seth, we we gave you a thing. What's uh, tell All us? All right, so y'all gave me a movie film. Y'all ready for this? Yeah, uh, it was called that. Awakenings. Awakenings. There's it's yeah, plural. It's plural. It's I important. said it. I said Awakenings. Um, oh, I didn't hear uh, it. Yeah. yeah, I also didn't hear it. Okay. It's Awakenings. Uh, start. Uh, I do want to point out that there is a uh, like art house repertory theater near where I live currently that is going to be playing this movie in February, and I can't like the end of February. I cannot for the life of me figure out why. But anyway, I, it is it is unremarkable. Oh, I we'll get into. I that feel. Later. I looked up the birth and death dates of most of the people involved in this movie who are not alive anymore, and did not I, correspond. Did, yeah. No, nothing. I don't get it. <laughs> you know, I mean, this yeah. all bodes well for my movie film that I wrote. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, for the the film Awakenings, my actors that these these uh, these fellows gave me. Yep. They gave me Bobby De Niro, Robbie Bobby. Williams. That's Robin Williams. Mm-hmm. Ro- Robbie else. Williams yeah. an, an actual is a human. person, an yeah. actual human. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Johnny Hurd. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, he dead. Brad yeah. Whitford. Good old Bradley. Old Brad. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rolf Peter Ingver Storm, uh, or as he's better known, Petey Stormy. 
Or Stormare. Uh, Peter Stormare. Yep, Mm -hmm. okay. Mm -hmm. The most Mm -hmm. confusingly non-stereotypical Swede. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then... uh, Is that what he is? He's Swedish? He's Swedish, Swedish. He does not seem Swedish. His real name is Rolf Peter Ingvar Storm. Oh, yeah. the Ingvar is a dead doesn't, giveaway. Doesn't he seem like an Eastern blocker? Like he seems Eastern block. No, like that 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 name seems very very uh, Scandinavian to me. But oh, All right. hey, I'm a I'm a language guy, so get off my back. Um, Fair enough. Right. So we had we had Bobby, Robbie, Johnny, Brad. <laughs> PD and Petey. and finally the last person you gave me was Vinny Diesel. Yeah, <laughs> Vinny Diesel. A lot of wise in that mm. cast. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. A lot of um, neat. I I think I'm gonna go out on a limb here and and zack you on this one. Uh, this film has a director. Oh, and they <laughs> they are sort of I would say confusing. You haven't heard what the real movie's about yet, but. I mean, do, would would you want to venture a guess? Because I'm gonna give it to you, and then it's gonna probably fuck up your entire mental. State no, because because like I'm just gonna do it norm like what I wrote out, which is quite extensive. So okay. like I don't give a shit. I'm, I mean, uh, but do you have a guess? Just any guess at all? With this cast, I have no goddamn idea because it is all over the place. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's Penny Marshall. Oh. Huh. <laughs> yeah. Surprise, surprise. Huh. You know, comedian Penny Marshall. Uh-huh. She directed a lot of movies. She did. It's just well, yeah, I mean we'll get into it. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Um okay, so uh you gave me this um this cast, right? Mm-hmm. And so this assaulters row, if you will. Mm. A lot of wise. So many wise. Yeah. Um, so is it a murderer's row? I don't know if it quite qualifies as a murderer's row. No, no, it's not bad. So, what I first thought was, uh, to of course be an asshole and split up, uh, the words, and it was like old people, old people who ache a lot, and so, like, (laughs) (laughs) you know. You know, so like, oh, oh aches! God damn it! You got me revenge of the nerd laughing. You son of a bitch! Yeah, you know they're all cute, but it's an aw ache endings. Like you know, they're like old people. It's really good. Who ache a lot? Um, I didn't. That would have got you a solid nine, I think. I know. So a lot of a lot of bad grandpa fucking old face. Yeah. Oh, without a doubt. (laughs) Um, this would have been a this would have been a trash fire, but like I think I think I could have done something with it. (laughs) Sure. Mm -hmm. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh, well, so I I did not do aw aikenings. <laughs> oh God! And um, I was talking to my I was talking to my uh, my sister my my dissertation sister earlier tonight after I sent her my my current plot the one that I oh. the the one that I wrote out in excruciating detail. <laughs> um and she was like, oh well, an all male cast in a movie called Awakenings, it could have easily turned into an A list porno. Oh, oh wow! Yeah, okay. one for the hoglog indeed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'd like my 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 that. beloved sister Lindsay like was like definitely like made me think about this a little more because I would have never thought that I was gonna make an A list porno because you know like. You know, with a cast that's all male, like, maybe only men can be awakened, and, you know, for, like, some weird penile reason, and, you know, of course... I'm I'm, I'm gonna be really sad when you don't do this. Yeah, right. <laughs> but, like, I bet Vin Diesel is, is very tender. Oh, yeah, you He's know... He's tender. Like, and it's... I, I also bet in the hoglog department, Vin's not gonna come up on top. Mm. Oh, yeah. Oh, it seems fired. like Shots laid fired. down, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The Chronicles of Riddick? No, not so much. Yeah, well, no. that's the whole yeah. thing. It's like, I mean, <laughs> men tend to be more fragile about, like, sexuality, ex- uh, especially as we talk about, like, in where on the spectrum they may lie. So, like, 
Sure, sure, sure. It 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 was an idea that didn't occur to me, but uh, my 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 sister did. Um, yeah, like make me think about this a little more, and I thought that you yeah, guys yeah. might also be interested in in her interpretation. Yeah. Oh, we're into it. Mm, I yeah. think it's pretty clear. Yeah. Like, I think we're gonna do an after dark app after this mm-hmm. one. <laughs> yeah. Um, so fellas, you want to get into my version of Awakenings? Boy, do we. Oh boy. Okay. This is, this is, <laughs> this is going to be a long drawn out one and not, God, there's like, oh, there's boy. like five fucking pages here. Jesus. What the fuck, Seth? Okay. I know. All I know. Right. I know. All right. All right. We'll, we'll, so we'll put it at 1.5 speed. <laughs> yeah. So, um, all right, first up, the thing that I wrote first in my notes was roles. Bobby, a hothead, or maybe mentor, question mark? Sure. Why not both? Yeah. Yeah. Ro- does. Robbie, a goofball. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. That I checks mean, out, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Johnny, an asshole. Uh, generally, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Brad, a smarter, more likable asshole. <laughs> we've all seen the west wing yeah that that checks out yeah. uh Petey, a nightmare uh-huh okay and Vinny typecast and pretty good here yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and yeah. Vinny, a muscle mm-hmm. all right yeah, so I'm, let's say maybe yeah well i'm about to read you guys verbatim the 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 nightmare factory that i wrote over the last uh 35 minutes before we started recording <laughs> Uh, uh-huh. it is, alright, so here we get into it. <clears throat> we open on Robbie cracking wise and in a seemingly normal bar as he's talking to some other peeps. He is clearly, like, running some kind of grift on them. Um, mm. you know, like a shell game. Uh, mind you, not the same game as run by the Dutch-owned mega con- conglomerate corporation who mostly works in oil but you know um they're actually starting to (laughs) branch out and do some environmentally friendly research because they're not morons Uh, right uh Uh Mm uh-huh all right but you know that sort of thing that i'm talking about um sure yeah i'm I'm gonna be honest here i don't think you needed to clarify that but sure okay Mm -hmm. (laughs) well maybe um yeah, uh, you know, the one with the shells and the marble and all that bullshit. Sure, sure, right, sure. Right. All right. Well, Find the Red Queen. I mean, yeah. but I mean, ideally, it would be a better rift than this. It's kind of like an establishing shot. But, um, you know, he gets caught and some people are about to rough him up when weirdly Bradley, or no, Brad, Brad steps in and smooth, like smooth talkingly fixes all the problems. You know, because that's what he does. Uh, They talk about how he can't keep doing this. Uh, And they eventually (laughs) go back to the the apartment that they share uh, as roommates. uh, Stopping off, of course, in in another bar that like like have another beer in the bar directly below the apartment that they share. And they proceed to drink more. And we see uh, Petey. Um, PD. This is killing me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is. Yeah. Nope. It was fun for one and a half minutes. Yeah. yeah well, <laughs> they 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 say PD in the shadows, and he's probably smoking a pipe in the corner or some shit. You know, which is probably illegal because it's illegal think, to smoke inside. I, but like, he's he's being very like creepy and standoffish, right? In the mm-hmm. in the back I, in I the think, back corner. I think PD in the shadows is coming to my town. I feel like I saw that on the concert. Yeah, list. I wanted to make a band joke too. <laughs> so thanks, Zach. That was a good one. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, anyways, uh, they stumble back to their apartment and uh, say, as they do almost every night, well, I wish you a good sleep, but we both know that ain't going to happen. And the camera focuses on one of their faces. They drift off to sleep. Smash cut to let's let's say Robin Williams um, bolting sure. awake to an annoying alarm sound that is so common in every movie, like you know that. Take that, anyone. 
That'll be fun for our listeners. He gets up and is in a much, much nicer apartment than he went to sleep in. Like, it's like a posh mm. New York City penthouse. Like, you know, it's, it's like ultra modern and there's glass everywhere and, you know, lots of, lots of um, open concept and that sort of thing, right? Yep. yep. Um, yeah, you know the place, right? Mm-hmm. Um, well, so he's about to, like, so we see him going about his daily routine, like a bunch of quick cuts between brushing his teeth and combing back his hair and straightening his tie, of course. And he's like this go-go 80s super jerk looking asshole. Uh, and there's a shot where we linger on the mirror where he sighs and he says to himself, okay, here we go. And then we smash cut to, uh, Johnny. Uh, yeah, Johnny heard this yeah. time. Johnny is in his office being all businessy and assholey, and as as you know, he checks out. as you want mm-hmm. as you yeah. would expect. Like he does a bunch yep. of yep. business stuff and um, a bunch of cocaine. Yes, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> and he goes stepping on all these jokes. <laughs> yeah, and he goes back to his swank ass office and or office and proceeds to take a nap on his fancy ass leather couch. Um, um, mm-hmm. only to smash cut to wake up in a completely different room. Uh, and it looks like like a run-of-the-mill kind of shitty suburban home. Like, he wakes up next to a woman, and, like, he freaks out. Like, he jumps out of bed, and, like, uh, you, you, like you guys know. Like, he, like, it's like, oh, who are you? Like, it's, you know, this yeah, shtick. Yeah. Like, this memory loss yep. shtick that occurs so often in movies. Certainly. Mm-hmm. Certainly. Yeah. Um, but of course, uh, Johnny didn't get to this point in his life, uh, as a high powered business dude by not taking advantage of a situation. So he does some somewhat fumblingly, but is still completely competent. He like gets through the situation for a whole day, um, in this suburban man's life and finally goes to sleep and immediately wakes up back in his original office in this like posh leather couch mm-hmm. and all this sort of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oh, I am nowhere near even the middle point. I was gonna say, you said five pages earlier. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, All right. Yep. So at this point in my movie, like we lose a specific plot point, but it's because we need to introduce the rest of the cast at this point. So mm-hmm. as you guys have probably guessed, um, the secret is that like the six people you gave me don't have waking lives and sleeping lives. They have full lives in both situations. Oh, okay. I did okay. not guess that. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. I assumed you were smarter it's fun. than me. Um, well, when, I mean. so like when one falls asleep in one life, you awaken the next and the world seems entirely separate. And, like, nothing seems similar between the two. Like, they live in different cities. They live in different countries. So, like, one of them wakes up in France. They will be able to speak French as if they were a native speaker of French. And they, as soon as they fall asleep, they wake up, say, back in the States. And, like, they can speak English like they were a native speaker of English and have no knowledge of any ability to speak French. Um, Yeah, yeah. And, like, another thing with this is it manifests at different ages for different people. But we'll we'll get into that a little uh. deeper. So, uh, the thing is that they can recognize other people it's with like the ability a to awaken, right? Uh, Lee? Uh, Highlander mm-hmm. stuff? Mm-hmm. Oh, wait. Uh, okay. They, I am back in. Yeah. yeah. So, like, they don't really know how, but they can just tell. Like, there's, like, an explanatory scene where one of them is talking drunkenly to friends or a therapist or something where they talk about how, like, you can just you can just tell when somebody else is in this other world. The problem you is... Sense it, yeah. The, the, the problem is, like, you don't know which of the two worlds you're native to, like, which you were born in... Um, which is the real world, which is the waking world, which is the dream world. Like, everyone else seems yeah, to Ma- go to sleep and dream, but you can't really tell the difference. Yeah, maybe yeah. it's Maybelline. Yeah, yeah. quite. <laughs> um, 
so th- this part of it starts to manifest, and we have Robbie De Niro as you know, like, hey, Bobby. Yeah, old three names. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess Bobby De Niro is what I should call him. <laughs> Bobby De Niro. He's like an old salt who has been doing this sort of like shifting back and forth for years, and is in like. He's in New York and he sees Brad and uh, Robbie Williams and like stalks them a little. <laughs> you have to stop saying that. Um, you know he's a he's a British pop star, right? Um, <laughs> wait, the people at home won't be able to won't be able to see this, but I'm gonna do my De Niro face. Oh wow, excellent, yeah. excellent, yeah. So um, Bobby De Niro meets. Uh, Brad Whitford and mm-hmm. Robbie Williams, mm-hmm. and the um, goddamn it, uh, you're just you're just John Carpentering antagonistic the fuck out of this whole thing. <laughs> yeah, you know, you, millennium. Yeah, <laughs> you guys know you love it. I mean, it's it's our whole game. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. Um. So, uh, Bobby De Niro stalks them a little bit, uh, drunkenly mostly because I want to see uh Bobby De Niro like drunk acting. Um, sure, sure. and he like spills the beans that uh that Brad and Robbie are not alone <laughs> like the the two of them manage to find each other like cuz they like live in this apartment together or whatever yeah um as i mentioned before but um they are they have the ability to recognize like these others uh only because they are ones and uh bobby tells them that there aren't many of them but um some of them are dangerous to keep a lookout and you know from and to keep a lookout for you know a uh, a peaty stormary looking motherfucker. <laughs> he does look a lot like the Kurgan. You yeah. know, mm-hmm. you know, like a Swedish guy that doesn't look like a Swedish mm-hmm. guy. He looks like a kind of weird Italian guy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but like he looks like whatever you need him to look like. That's it, all. It's yeah. true. It's true. And this yeah. this kind of like revitalizes Brad and Robbie. Um, and they have like a new lease on life, and where they suddenly don't feel like they're stuck in an endlessly waking, waking life. And um, they eventually find oh, like in that movie, Waking Life. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what that is. <laughs> it's all rotoscope to shit. Ew, I don't oh, want to do that. Yeah, that's a, it's a bit much. Um, so these boys eventually find Vinny, um, who uh is condemned. Like, he's completely content. Like, he, he, in not ever sleeping, because, like, nobody ever sleeps if you have this condition, right? Um, and he is, uh, you know, he's content, but he's real dumb, because it's Vin Mm. Diesel. Um, (laughs) yeah. Vin Diesel's a smart guy. He plays D&D, and he wants to make guys and dolls. I, that, Mm. these are not congruous statements, but, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it sort of is. Um, (laughs) But soon after they meet Vinny, Petey comes around again and tries to kill them all. Um, But, of course, they escape, right? And uh, after they escape, we see Petey roll up on Johnny's dumbass. You remember Johnny, right? Yeah, he's got his office in New York Mm -hmm. with the the couch and Mm -hmm. whatnot. Right. Well, Petey informs Johnny that informs Johnny that they are all abhorrent against the natural order, and it's his holy duty to eliminate all of them, all of these, all of these awakenings, as he calls them. But Johnny somehow makes a deal because he's that kind of asshole. Like, so he's like the Watchers in Highlander the series. Um, oh my god! I, um, no, I don't know about that. I mean, there were rogue watchers who were like trying to kill the immortals and not just record. Well, well, no. Here's yeah. Here's the thing. But like, uh, Johnny agrees, though he obviously like doesn't believe what uh, Petey Stormiere is talking about. But like, how how do you say it? It's the Stormbringer. His name is Stormiere. Like is that the thing? I don't, well, we, I mean, we discussed this previously. The man's I, I honestly the man's know. real name is Rolf Peter Ingvar Storm. Oh, but okay. Peter Peter Stormiere. 
is, I believe, how he goes about saying his okay. name. Yeah, it, again, it just it puts a, like a weird Italian spin on it. I, 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 I don't know how Swedish works. So, yeah. Mm, yeah well, anyway, <laughs> Finland's fake, though. I know that. Well, Denmark. we all we all know Finland isn't actually a Dan- country. Dan- Denmark is not a country. Yeah. No, it's it's Finland is the one. Is it? Okay. Yeah. Oh boy. Okay. All right. Guys, let me anyway. finish. Let me finish my overly complicated movie. We finished page one of my movie. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. <laughs> All right. So Johnny agrees to help Petey, uh, mm-hmm. and you guys insisted that I use this Y uh, suffix. So, like, this is on you. <laughs> by the way, I, I wouldn't say insisted. No, but, you did. Uh, you yeah, did. You're, you're no, this right. is on you're you. So this does yeah. sound like the kind of thing that we would we would tell you to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In, in hindsight, I think you're right, and I I am already regretting it. Yeah. Well. <laughs> all right. So Johnny agrees to help Petey eliminate any awakening, quote unquote, that they might find using you know all of his business like his business resources and you know in in one of in one of his lives. Right, because everybody has multiple lives. Well, the six characters have multiple lives. If you die in one, does that mean that you can finally sleep in the other? Well, we're not there yet, so get off my back. Mm. Uh, Brad and Robbie have a new lease on life, right? And so, like, suddenly they don't feel like they're stuck in this waking life, and eventually Vinny is, like, joins them. Um, But then, like... Petey comes to kill them. So after they escape, we have a bunch of vignettes where the trio, the trio who doesn't suck, you know, our, our three guys, which is Bradley Whitford and um, Vincent Schiavelli, maybe. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's not in this, but sure. <laughs> yeah, well, um, our, our, our guys that we don't hate, like, try to figure out what happened, and they, like, try to find each other in their other lives, right? Be- like, because you can, you, you, you wake up and you recognize that you didn't ever go to sleep, and then, so, oh, man, this movie is way too complicated for you, your drunk asses. Um, would we say that? Uh, eh, okay, it sounds to me like it's too complicated for your drunk ass. Yeah, to read. Yeah. yeah, that one. That one. Okay, yeah, well, yeah. all right. I have a question: Are they able to like they hold memories from their other life, right? right. When they're awake, mm-hmm. are they able to give each other clues on how to find one another? Yeah, of course. Okay. Um. So like we have a bunch of we have yeah we have a bunch of vignettes where they're trying to figure out all sorts of information and this is intercut of course with our asshole duo hunting the other people down right so we have Johnny's rich ass scenario and Petey Johnny and Petey Johnny and Petey are trying to hunt down well Robbie Robbie is clearly dead. Well, no, he's not dead yet. Never mind. Yeah, all right. I'm about to get there. Because <laughs> <Okay. laughs> we're clearly in the second half of our second act. Um, this one is oh, gonna be oh god. Yeah, so we're we're so, we're yeah. at the end of we're at the end of our second act, and and Bobby De Niro comes back and is briefly like, um, Can you milk me? Yeah, well, he's like, <laughs> we we spend a lot of time establishing how he cares about this character for a while, and then of course he he dies uh saving our boys Bradley Whitford and uh, Robin Williams and mm-hmm. Vin Diesel from Johnny and Petey our villains right so we lose Robert we lose Bobby De Niro at this point <laughs> mm-hmm. I just I I, I want to break in mm-hmm. I love how for every generation before ours when people talked about Robert De Niro and they wanted to do a shitty impression, they would go, you talking to me? You talking to me? And yeah. now everybody says, I have nipples. Can you milk me? <laughs> like, Greg, can you milk me, Greg? Mm-hmm. Can you milk me, Greg? Mm-hmm. There's, it's just, what you know, they, what was it? Fucking, who said there's no second acts, the second, second acts in life? Because Robert De Niro really has a good uh, did. I he mean, did. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. 
So <laughs> we lose Bobby De Niro and everything is shitty because we're at the beginning of the third act and everything is terrible because it's the beginning of the third act. Certainly. Right. So right. We need to resolve things. Right. Yeah. And Brad and Robbie and Vinny <laughs> um, decide they need to be smarter about this. And uh, so Robbie... Starts using all of his business business connections, which we alluded to in the very first act, because he, you know, had to wear a tie and slick back his hair and stuff. Um, right, right. I, the the suiting up. The right. Woke up, got out of bed, dragged a comb across my head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, you could play that. You could play that. Yeah, you definitely. Oh, day in the life. You definitely yeah, could yeah, play that yeah, song, yeah. and it would be. We could totally license it. Yeah. Well, maybe. Anyway, Robin Williams. You can make it a motif throughout the movie, like when they're switching from one waking life to the other. You can do the like weird interstitial music from the song, like during oh. the middle of the song. Yeah, that's true. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, that was just. Zach doesn't listen to the Beatles, so he doesn't yeah, know he's, he's, he's a garbage. This, this is this is the coolest lost app that we've ever had. I'm very <laughs> excited about it. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> so Brad and Robbie and Vinny use all these business connections. Um, and then, as I have written here, they have a fight on a skyscraper. <laughs> so essentially they uh, yeah. track down uh <laughs> like that both both your script and the movie itself you just you're in the theater and you just hit fast forward <laughs> yeah no it's, no more better. it's true yeah. it's true so it's like oh, i want to say oh shit a fight on a skyscraper <laughs> well that seems cool essentially our, our our three guys track down uh john hurd and peter starmier um, on on a skyscraper where they fight each other with fists because for some reason, um, it's always the way it goes in movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like, right. Every, right. Everybody bought fr- fist to a fist fight. Like it's <laughs> mm-hmm. it's in the rain, and for some reason, uh, oh, Peter yeah. Starmier's like pious nature is needing to like murder these abominations by hand, that sort of thing. Certainly. Uh, yeah, he has a code. He has a code. Yeah, yes. like a really yeah. shitty, yeah. stupid code. So um, Vin Diesel and 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 PD uh, start fist fighting, and of course, uh, Robin Williams and Brad try to fight too, but they're immediately like rebuffed and bloodied by by Peter. They're, like they just like because they're like weird nerds or whatever. <laughs> sure. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, I mean. Look at those. Just because you have sleep powers doesn't mean you're going to be a fucking well, They don't even guy. have yeah. sleep yeah. powers. They like literally have two separate lives that they have to deal with all the time. And they yeah. never actually get to sleep. Oh, but that but that asshole, John Hurd, Johnny Hurd, he has like sleep darts or some shit because he's a real piece of shit. <laughs> and he's like, so like this fight is taking place in, in both worlds at the same time, right? Mm-hmm. And it's made clear, like, you're constantly shifting between the backdrops and, like, uh, the time of day and so- all sorts of things like that. Every time someone is knocked out in one world, he wakes up in the other and starts fighting in the other. And so... Oh, so they've all converged. Sort of. Right? Like they're, the they're, they're all in the same place, but they're... Oh, the juggalos. Uh, yep. Just like the gathering of the juggalos. Oh, there's Fago everywhere, just spraying all over them. Um, oh, could the fight be in a Fago factory? <laughs> anyway, this doesn't get drawn. You're right. It would be a refinery, a Fago refinery. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, it's mined. They, they they mine it from the ground. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what old Detroit was founded when they found the... Yeah, the rich Flint, Fago veins running underneath the Flint, city. Flint, Flint's all fucked up, but it's where they, we get all the Fago. That's from. true. It's, they, yeah, they the, pull it out of the the pipes. Yep, mm-hmm. <laughs> moon mist coming out of them. Oh yeah. All right, so this doesn't get drawn out as long as you think it might. Uh, it's actually <laughs> <laughs> wow, surprising. Okay. <laughs> All right, so uh, Johnny just finally betrays Petey and just kills him in cold blood. He, like, he shoots him in the back of the head. Um, oh. And he says, like, oh, it's just better business 
this way, like ellipses for now. Oh, what an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh and he wanders away into the darkness and leaves our our buddies of uh Brad, Robbie, Vinny. <laughs> uh you know, they're all like bloodied on the roof, but they're safe and they're they're safe for the time being. And then we cut to black. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. So uh, this week you took the assignment and you wrote uh, book one of a sci-fi trilogy <laughs> that will that will win at least one Hugo. Award, yeah. So. yeah. You know. And it and it's actually this a is a really good this is a really good concept. I'm not even gonna. I'm yeah. not fucking with you at like, all. Like I uh, I actually really liked the the weird ass story that I made up. Um, <laughs> do you want to co-author this? I will. I read a lot of modern day sci-fi trilogies. Like I know, I know the rhythms. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I know them Hugo rhythms. Mm-hmm. I I just yeah. I mean yes, but I liked it. So no, okay. I thought, you guys, yeah, you guys do yeah. what you will. And I wrote too much, and I have been drinking whiskey for like two hours now. Um, I, I, think, I think both of those things are abundantly clear, yes. Get off my back, <laughs> you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Seth, would you like to hear the IMDb short summary? Not really, because I like my story. <laughs> well, well, you're not wrong. Fair. But yeah. I mean, do it anyway, I guess. Uh, I'm going to send you guys the text after, after we finish yeah, this. Yeah, I would like to read this. Because I, yeah. I wrote yeah. it out. Um, sure, sure, it's sure, like sure. in crazy person scratchings, like I yeah, do. <laughs> essentially, but it's five pages long. So, um, yeah. get ready for that. I just couldn't read it with my blurry eyes. Yeah, mm. yeah. Mm. Uh, those yeah, whiskey no. boys. Lee, uh, Lee, give us the short and the long, if you sure, if you got it. Oh dip. Uh, I oh, pulled up. Ah oh, dip. I pulled up a picture <laughs> by accident. Hold on. Okay, awakenings, which is uh. 1990 and plural. Uh-huh. The victims of an encephalitis epidemic many years ago have been catatonic ever since, but now a new drug offers the prospect of reviving them. So like... it's just like your thing. It's like exactly It's exactly the same story as your <laughs> um, dubious. So this is this is based on a true story. <laughs> Based on a not a not a memoir, Jesus, a, yes. a famed Christ. memoir, like yeah, an Oprah's uh, book club memoir by Oliver Sacks. It's yeah. it's a uh, oh okay. It's yeah. based on Oliver Sacks's first book. Yep, Awakenings. Yep. Also the title. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So Robin Williams, I'll go. I'll die. I'll dive right in. Yeah. Robin Williams plays the Oliver Sacks stand-in ca- character. I forget the name they give him. Um. Yeah, but they confusingly just don't call him Oliver Sacks. I don't know why. It is weird. Yeah. And he is a heavily like clinically based doctor, like a, a neuroscientist, uh, and he does only only clinical studies. And he goes to um, interview for a job that he thought was going to be a lab job, and it turns out it's working with um, long term chronic patients. Hmm. Um, and. He gets the job, and Johnny Hurt is his uh, is his boss, and his, he's his like, very square boss. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and he he Naturally. plays the role of like he's like the Walter Peck in Ghostbusters, where he's an administrator <laughs> mm-hmm. who we are meant to think is the bad guy, but like if you really break down his decisions throughout the like movie, he's, he's just trying to protect, yeah, right, trying the, to save yeah. New York from being overrun by ghosts. Exactly. Right, yeah. No, one hundred percent. Yeah. He is. He is your classic, like, like evil by default administrator mm-hmm. character. Right. Because we hate um, authority. Right. We do. Um, Robert De Niro plays one of these patients uh, who is in a coma, more or less, um, has been for since its childhood. Um, and the, the the movie opens up with like a cold open about child Robert De Niro when he starts to suffer the effects of this encephalitis outbreak. Uh, and the child actor, they gave him a very uh, funny and shitty-looking fake mole to make him look like oh, Robert De Niro. No. <laughs> yeah, this this really... kid, this kid is like ten. 
Like, yeah. it, it was not necessary. Yeah, yeah, and he's got the the classic De Niro, uh, the, oh, the De Niro mole sounds... right below his eye. I, I yeah. feel like Terrible. even his like the the way he delivers his lines is even like kind of they're like, hey, you you know, like taxi driver, like just do that. And he's yeah, like, yeah, hey. kid, you, this movie hasn't come out yet. It'll be another eleven years. But like, <laughs> if you could just ask if people can milk you, that would be perfect. <laughs> like, yeah, Jesus. Um. Okay, so there's a ton of different patients. They're all like, there's this whole wing of people, more or less, in comas. And um, Robin Williams starts to do some research, and he realizes they all have these connections. They all ended up, uh, they all had encephalitis in the 20s. Wait. And at... Okay, uh, a quick question. Yeah. Adult Robert De Niro coming out of this coma, does he have muscles? structure yeah yeah because he was 20 when he when he fell into the coma no no he was like 10 when he fell into the coma no he started to develop the symptoms when he was 10 uh, but he like okay fell into the, and yeah. how many yeah. years later did he come out oh like 20 uh, he was like okay so it's, yeah. it's probably far more so this person yeah. had muscle structure yeah. okay can this is a movie okay so let's sorry, just, sorry sorry yeah, sorry yeah, much, yeah. sorry much 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 i mean much like i shouldn't later. i yeah. shouldn't put this much scrutiny on this film yeah. because yeah. you guys didn't put that much scrutiny on my film so like all right <laughs> i understand <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I sent um, you the text, so, by the way, and you can see how extensive will, it was. I will happily read it. Yeah, I will happily read it. You can it. see um, how it is several pages. So uh, Robin Williams keeps doing this research, and he's noticing that they all have very interesting reflex reactions and everything. They all have these reflexes that are triggered by different things. Um, hmm. Uh, there's a nurse at the hospital and it's the only person that like believes in him and it's voiced by um, Ms. Marge Simpson herself uh, well, it's, Julie, it's, Julie Kavner it's acted by well yeah oh voiced. that's true yeah yeah there's not just a cartoon on <laughs> yeah. screen that's a good huh. point yeah. which we, is really disorienting because her normal is. speaking voice is like two thirds Marge yeah mm-hmm. it's it's like a little bit less cigarettes Marge Simpson yeah, but like, she, hey, she's doc. like a yeah, she's an actual human being, and it's very like immediately you realize like, oh fuck, that's Mark Simpson. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Very weird. Uh, over the course of his research, he he finds like all this work uh, that a, a another doctor had done. He says like there's these people in these like sleeping states, uh, and this doctor is played by Max von Sydow. Oh, uh, famous, cool! Yeah, yeah. yeah. Who yeah. who we realized is a forever old because he is. <laughs> oh, he looks <laughs> older in this movie than he does in current day. Like, yeah, yeah. confusingly, mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. Uh, and he he tells him he's like, oh yeah, these these people they don't have like there there's no brain function left. They're not they don't experience anything. He's like, how do you know? And he's like, because if anything else is true, then they live in a nightmare. Like I can't I can't bring myself to believe anything else. So then uh, Ron Williams keeps doing more research and he finds this chemist, Peter Stormare, who is working with a new like synthetic dopamine called L-Dopa. And he that decides is stupid that... as shit. Well, it's a real thing. <laughs> it... uh, he decides more, more that... on that later. Oh, definitely. Yeah, more on that later. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's. It's for the, the, the intended purpose is like for early stages of Parkinson's and uh, Ron Williams decides like, oh, a lot of these patients have like symptoms that I would describe as the logical conclusion of really extreme Parkinson's. Yep. So yep. he convinces Way to make the hospital. me look like an asshole. Like what? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> So he convinces the hospital to let him give the drug to one patient and he gets De Niro's mom to like sign off on it. Yeah. And he comes back, basically. He is awakened. Yeah. Um and he starts to like show him the world and there's this really stupid montage of them. Yeah, he's showing him New York, like New York City in the present day, which is the oh. '60s, and he's getting all yeah not, freaked out by not it. Agrabah. No, not Agrabah. Okay. No, no. <laughs> uh, and then he gets like a bunch of the don hospital donors like donate a shitload of money so he can pay for this drug to give it to everybody, and they all come back and they're all like 
relearning about the world and some of them are reuniting with family and some of them don't have any family left and like uh ben stiller's mom and mira is there and she's Holy she's got shit. some she's Wait, got some funny is scenes. ben mira uh, like is ben stiller in this movie no, no. Oh, okay it's just his mom all right i mean great well she was Greg a famous can... comedian oh, no, and, she like, sure can... is yeah 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 can can you milk me, Greg? Or I mean, whatever. Yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she introduced them. Oh man, let's hope in a perfect yeah. world. Yeah. But like, there's a scene where one of the nurses is is chatting with her, and she's like, "I don't know how to tell you this, but your husband was granted a divorce from you in like 1939, like and she just 30 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. She just like deadpan looks at her and goes, "Thank." God, yeah. like, that guy was a dick. When? Yeah, she's she's fun. When did this yeah. movie come out? By the way, nineteen ninety. Nineteen ninety. Okay. Uh, then like so, De Niro. They're all like going out and seeing the world and experiencing shit. And De Niro gets really like Frankenstein's monster, a la the book, uh-huh. uh, where he he really wants to experience the world. And they're like, no, 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 it's not safe for you and yeah. shit. And uh, and they're right. <laughs> yeah then he yeah. starts to have side effects because the drug is wearing off um at the same time he meets like a woman who has been visiting her dad in the hospital yeah. and they start to like have a little mini romance mm-hmm. um, and it but is, eventually it is kind of cute <sighs> yeah eventually he kind he recedes back into the coma mm-hmm. um yep. and he wants Robin Williams. He like, he's like, I need you to record all of this and like take as many tests on me as possible. Cause I want you to use me to figure out how to help these other right. people. Right. Being yeah. like a good, uh, terminal science participant. Right. Yeah. 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 And, uh, eventually he goes back into the, you know, he falls back into it and, um, that's more or less where the movie ends, but like Robin Williams learns that he has to live life a little more, mm. so he finally goes out for coffee with that nurse, mm. and um, and then the the little closing at the end of the movie is all the patients ended up reverting back, but um, over the years with different treatments, uh, some of them were brought out of their their comatose states, but never for very long. Mm. Um, but this happened over the course of like one summer. It was actually 1969. It was. Um, <gasps> the summer yeah, of 69? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, uh, and this is, this yep. summer happens to be the, the basis of this really famous book by. Oh, this really famous song? The, yeah. s- the not, summer not of 69. By, by Brian <laughs> Adams? Yeah. Literal, literal memoir. <laughs> But yeah, also. Oh, the yeah. the summer of '69 was about all of Brian, this, like Dr. medical like and his doctor yeah, Brian experimentations. Yeah. 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 yeah, I mean, in Canada, you get a doctorate for a number one hit, and Brian Adams has those. <laughs> That's true. States, so, yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Show enough. Show enough. Zach, before we get going on on any of the um, any of the additional information. Yeah. So Seth, I stumbled on this movie a few mm-hmm. weeks ago, um, just watching trailers on Amazon. Uh, and really it stood out to me for a very specific mm. reason. And I told <laughs> Zach that I will not talk to you about this movie because I don't yeah. want to spoil. I don't want to spoil this. Uh, I wanted to do it on mic. Yeah. 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 Uh, Zach, when you were watching this movie and you saw Robin Williams on screen, did he remind you of anyone we know? Oh no! Anyone we know? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Oh no, no, Seth, I'm gonna send you a picture real quick. <laughs> I mean, he he plays sort of a Patch Adams character, if that's what you're getting at. But no, is that what is that what I'm getting at? I mean, physical appearance. Oh, and physically. Maybe... Oh, you mean and... Seth? You're talking about yeah, Seth? Yeah, yeah. He yeah. looks just like. <laughs> Seth. <laughs> oh, but like old me post PhD me. Oh, yeah. yeah. Also, there's a scene. That's not how I envision fucking... myself. Oh, there's he... a scene where he's interviewing for the position at the hospital, and they're like, "Oh, tell us about this this research thing you did." He goes, "I had five tons of earthworms, and I was trying <laughs> yeah. to extract a chemical from them." He, like, oh, he, this he is plays Seth. He me. plays yeah. Alien yeah. Seth yeah. very well. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's um, that's. That is how I live my life. Yeah. Yeah. No, the, yeah. the interview is amazing because he, he wants, I, I guess the, the onus is like, he 
was a research scientist mm. and doesn't like people, as you mentioned. Aye. And mm. <laughs> right, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. sound familiar? Weird. His, his whole thing a is research like, I'm, I'm in, out of a you know a human oriented field. Right, mm. right, right, right. Yeah, and he's like, I need a job, so I guess I'll take this bullshit thing. Oh, but like, I prefer not to this deal is with a weird humans. Parallel. <clears throat> yeah. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 <laughs> um there's also oh, so like anyone listening to this if if you on the oh, off chance no, you no are one is listening, listening to this <laughs> on the off chance that you listen to this show and you don't actually know us if you want to know what Seth looks acts and <laughs> thinks like uh on Amazon they don't actually have a trailer they just have the scene that we're referencing yeah. so yeah, yeah. go and watch that and and you will now know the joy and wonder no, that is Seth no. Uh, no that's true that's true um yeah well okay so robin's character in general you also look like oliver Sacks, just in case you were wondering Turns like, out. oh well you look like a much younger oliver Sacks. well yeah, yeah. obviously yeah obviously. uh okay robin's character bodes more discussion uh he is so good in this movie uh he's like the shining light uh i think lee you and i talked about robert de niro plays a let's say special needs person in this movie. Um, he is comatose for the first third and then awake for the second third Mm -hmm. and then comatose again for the third third. Well, and he's in, in that, like in that transition period, he is, um, experiencing some very severe Parkinson's like uh, symptoms. Yes. Yeah. And so we, we hypothesize that he might have been Oscar baiting for this, and yet he had already won two Oscars and this film won zero Oscars and it did get nominated for a few and he did get nominated for best actor for it. Oh shit. Okay. Well, uh, mm-hmm. that's surprising. Yeah. Um, he is doing okay. I, I just, I, if, when you're up against Robin Williams, like you can't, you can't win. You like so Robin, there's... Robin stole the show so hard. <laughs> There's uh, Oliver Sacks has a quote about this. Like he has, you know, he has more than one quote about this movie. But he he thought he liked it quite a bit. Yeah, he yeah. he said other than some of the things about his personal life, it was very true to life of what happened. Mm-hmm. Sure, um, sure, sure. Because you know he goes, oh yeah, I was a super shy, awkward person, but I was also a closeted homosexual. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that was, yeah, sure. that was his um, main thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, <laughs> but he said that. According to, like, you know, Zach, Zach and I read this as uh, Robert De Niro, like, going all in for the Oscar. But Oliver Sacks said, like, oh, yeah, uh, Robert De Niro gave an incredibly accurate performance of a person going through late stages of Parkinson's. Right, right. Um, so I don't know how to feel about mm-hmm. that. <laughs> well, yeah. and, okay, so on top of that, uh, I think we, we both uh, did the research. Uh, Robin Williams had parkinson's or like early stage something when he died not of parkinson's of suicide mm-hmm. but it was a whole thing and he was taking this exact drug or like a variant thereof 30 years later when he died and it's uh, yeah i don't know it's just a real sad full circle mm-hmm. kind of yeah. situation yeah um what so there's some other stuff in this movie um like very divide like it, it divided critics like crazy like there it are did. people who gave it one star and then there's like Roger Ebert gave it 4 out of 4 he said it was like transformative to watch mm. this movie which huh. i wouldn't say that yeah <laughs> yeah yeah um i feel like watching this it's two very distinct movies uh there's the first portion which is a really enjoyable like research theme movie. That sounds like, like my kind directed. of movie. Yeah, it's directed that way. It's like people, you know, he's in a library, he's looking at microfiche. He's like trying to unravel oh. a mystery. And then everybody comes out of their comas and it becomes like this comedic human drama and it gets real like schlocky mm, and, and yeah. glossy yeah, see? And, and like starts to hit all the beats that we're used yeah, to. Yeah, that you first know? half like, seems yeah. really my bag and that second half seems extremely not my bag. Yeah. Although you lately have definitely been feeling more emotions than you I know, <laughs> I know, and I don't like There's it. There's a few points. I don't like it. 
it's a yeah. problem. Yeah. yeah. There's sure. there's definitely a few parts that kind of got to me. Like Zach, um, there's one of the women who comes out of the coma, like her husband shows up. Yeah. And is yeah. like so excited to see her and she's so excited. And like this is clearly like these people haven't actually seen each other in awake. 30 years. Yeah. Yeah. And the whole time while this movie is wrapping up and we're like, oh, what's going to happen to Robert De Niro? What's going to happen to Robert? In the back of my head, I'm sitting there like almost crying thinking, these two people only have so much time left and they yeah. were just, they were so, they loved oh, each other so you get much. No, I, you get a, no I what mean, are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. No, well, there's that and there's the woman that uh, you alluded to earlier that said like, oh, your husband divorced you. Sorry. And she goes, no, it's cool. Fuck that guy. Yeah, and that but was... the like one of the main characters well I, not main characters but she was in this state f- since she was like a teenager and she wakes up and can play the piano and all kinds of crazy shit and she was she's like in her 60s or 70s and she's like yeah i i went out of my mental state when i was like a teenager she was like 15 and she's like, I'm waking mm-hmm. up and I'm 70. Like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah, she has a line. She's like, I know what year it is. I just need it to not be this right, year. Right, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. They ask her, what year is it? And she says 26 oh, or something. Huh. Like, yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So on that note, uh, I I asked uh, my personal friend, Redacted, uh, <laughs> who is a doctor, Doctor Redacted MD. Doctor yeah. Redacted MD. Uh, is is this reasonable? Also, mm-hmm. is this a thing that happens? He reports that right. yes, this is still the drug that they treat Parkinson's with. Yeah, and uh, so my my initial question was, and I guess uh, maybe we you didn't... had questions about the hmm. ethics of what right, Robert right, Williams right. does. We yeah. we didn't get into that. So the the problem was. They the like recommended dose was like fifty milligrams or whatever. Yeah, mm. he's like mega dose and Robert he, De Niro. He went up to like five hundred, like immediately. He's like, I think it's going to be good. Right. And the hospital was like, No, fu- you can't do that. That's not cool. And he just was like, Ah, oh, fuck it, I'm going to do it. And apparently, that is the current dose. Like you start him at you start him at a hundred, and then like the top dosage mm. is like a thousand milligrams like a gram of whatever yeah so it, in hindsight it's okay and i mean this is oliver Sacks, like his literal life like he did this mm-hmm. but i i guess uh yeah in hindsight it was kind of right but like not in a i kept trying to get friend nico of the show to admit that this was wrong <laughs> really dropping all of the all the redactions <laughs> no, no, really know, quick I there yeah i i kept trying to get him to admit that like this is unethical and he was like eh, it's kind of how we do medicine like it's like if you don't if it's the wild west and it's parkinson's in the 70s like fuck it you just do whatever like hmm. yeah it, you're gonna die so like you might as well try something you know well in my in my field there was a recent study that was talking about how uh, how most things are fudged uh even in the medical Oof. field and it was very oh, upsetting yeah. to me yeah oh yeah it's terrible but i i it's also i mean hindsight is uh thing in medicine too mm-hmm. like they were like well I mean, there are it, a lot works, of like so <laughs> there are some really famous like the the study that that pushed the placebo effect into clinical trials sure sure is sure. famously was com- almost completely fabricated yeah um, yeah absolutely yeah. because the doctor who wanted to bring it in was like this is very important this is the only way things are going to work i am just going to run all these tests and submit whatever data i need to submit to get people to start doing this mm-hmm. That's, uh, that that is literally this movie and the actual oliver sacks life mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah um he does he did credit like he's like this experience pushed him more towards like actually working with people and like and we have yeah. the famous oliver sacks like all of these these yeah. really interesting incidents and and he mm-hmm. he has written many books since then and he's a big proponent of human studies both like positive right. and negative like he's yeah. he's a he's all into like let's actually find out if it's good or bad 
kind of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like in hindsight, it was good, but like at the time, it was very reckless. <laughs> yeah, I like Not that so you're good. you're like trying to posthumously get Oliver Sacks. Yeah, like, I lose uh... his medical license from the board here mm. because of this <sighs> fucking movie. But <laughs> nah, it's just uh, like fucking. I had to I had to submit for IRB approval for some of my fucking grad school stuff, uh... and I I didn't do like Milgram prison experiment shit, <laughs> but like. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of was like he was pretty fucking close hmm. like i yeah i don't know yeah yeah uh, fun not related to this movie fun oliver sax fact this is a sax fact um <laughs> oh sax fact he much like you seth was really into motorcycles uh-huh. um, at one yeah. time he uh lived in california and used to work out he was into bodybuilding at venice oh, yeah he, he at one time held the um the record for squatting um, squatting for squatting yeah 600 pounds yeah whoa he he was very into like pushing the body as far as it could go mm, and, sure and the mental part was i guess this movie yeah mm-hmm. yeah Weird. Uh, I do want to bring up at least one more scene from the movie. Oh, by the way, um, Bradley Whitford is just another doctor. Oh, he's sure. Like a t- he's in like three scenes, and he totally doubts Robin Williams. Also, and then he, like, yeah, comes around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, Vin Diesel is literally not in this movie. <laughs> he is apparently plays an orderly in this yeah. movie, but like no, try to find neither him. neither Lee nor I could find him. Oh, okay. Good. <laughs> Good. And when you Google him, like when you Google image him in this movie, they show pictures of two different characters. So yep, like yep. neither of them really look like Vin Diesel. No, no, not even close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it, was, it was before he roided out. So hmm. it was yeah, before Riddick, true. before all that shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Before Pitch Black, before Boiler Room, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was yeah. just when he when Vin was just Vin. When he um, when he lived his life like a half mile at a time. Let's say. <laughs> <laughs> When he stopped to smell those fucking roses. Um, <laughs> oh, boy. There is one sequence I do want to bring up in this movie. It is um, when Robin Williams takes Robert De Niro out to see like what New York looks like now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And they have the radio on when they're driving. And Robin, Robert De Niro's like, oh, what's this, classical? And he goes, oh, yeah, you can put on whatever you want. And he just changes to another station. And it's um, Time of the Season by the Zombies. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. A band I've seen in person. Yeah. Um, hometown fan. Confusing. <laughs> uh, hometown. They're from England. Anyway. Um, I mean, for you. I, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what a hometown is? What the, I, whatever. <laughs> uh, and he, Robert De Niro's like, oh, what's this? And then uh, the description of rock and roll that Robin <laughs> Williams gives is the most <laughs> Seth is the most Seth thing oh, I've wonderful. ever seen it in is, my life. It yeah. is guitars and drums and things. Well, no, and, so he and, goes, the, and the humans like it. The humans like yeah, it quite yeah, a bit. Yeah, no, he goes, oh, this is rock and roll. And he goes, oh, well, what's rock and roll? And then he just crinkles his face and goes, mm, and he touches his nose. <laughs> ah, that's it. That's the whole description. Oh, during this montage, because they do a whole montage to the song, he, they're walking down the street and someone's smoking weed. And De Niro, oh, yeah. like, you yeah. can't, there's no, like, audio, but you could see them talking to each other, and you could see De Niro going, ooh, what's that smell? And then, then Robin Williams, like, again, contorts himself to, like, try, <laughs> oh, what's, what is marijuana? Like, oh, I don't know. Like, it's just the most, guys, if you want to get into the, the mind of the set, you need to watch this movie. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, it's all about hedging and avoiding how, how, actually <laughs> saying what you want to say. Yeah, uh, how how do humans be humans? Yeah. Mhm. Mhm. That sounds uh, that sounds about right. Yeah. Well, uh all right, Lee, uh, what do you think about all these movies? Uh well, okay, so just just as a, a little this movie cost 31 million. Oh and my God, that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> it's 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 not all on the screen. I think um, no, it's all in Robert <laughs> De Niro's pocket. Yeah, it it Fuck. also uh, it made it made fifty two. Um, oh, so it was okay. yeah, it was considered like a a hit. Like it wasn't an enormous success, but it was sure, definitely sure. considered a hit. It definitely got nominated for some Oscars. Like yeah. people like this movie. Um, yeah. What do I think? Uh, the oh, Real wait, Awakenings. Oh yeah, I was just saying IMDb. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, IMDb. Wow, how do I always forget this part? Mm. Okay, uh, mm-hmm. IMDb seven point eight. Oh God, Oof. damn! Oof. That's high. One hundred and ten thousand votes. Wow. Yeah, seven eight. That is. It feels like it should be like top two fifty. Like that is really high. Yeah, that's yeah. Quite I quite high. Yeah, it, it's 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 very high for for this movie yeah i i think we'll get into that yeah (laughs) Uh uh-huh yeah it's it's very high for like for it being my fourth favorite uh penny marshall directed movie like wow what a a series of things okay yeah (laughs) yeah 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 yeah. all right um all right what you think what you think I think, uh, like we were saying to Seth, there's a very big tonal shift in the movie about halfway through or so. Mm-hmm. Um, they shoot horses, that... don't they? Right. Yep. Uh, glue factories and whatnot. <laughs> um, so the that first portion that's more like the the research, mystery solving, very interesting like academic puzzle, uh, is really good. And then I think it just kind of lost me when it when it shouldn't have like it should have become far more engrossing when there becomes a human element to it but it it just became really like mm-hmm. it felt very cliched after that um so i'm gonna give it like a a five eight mm. okay okay and a, and a, a heavy portion of that is for robin williams he is like, yeah he is very good in this movie he's incredibly good yeah um okay seth I know we gave you a lot of shit about your movie mm-hmm. while you were making your movie, <laughs> but as I'm list- as I was listening to it, it was all tying together. And like I said, hang on one second, Seth. Yeah. Someone has already put tens in in Seth's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I did that. I did that two weeks ago. Okay. Uh, okay. okay. <laughs> Some fucking sabotage here, Seth. Goose in his rankings. Goose in um, it. Goose in it. So. All right. <laughs> as i was as i mentioned like i i could see this being like a sci-fi trilogy for the fucking ages mm-hmm. like this is this is gonna win one hugo it's gonna contend for at least another and then the third uh conclusion to the saga is gonna be disappointing but it's gonna sell more more copies than any of the others combined sure 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 um, sure so I'm going to give you, uh, for the kickoff, which uh, I think the purists will say is the best mm-hmm. uh, of the trilogy, um, I'm going to give you an 8-2. Mm-hmm. Okay, Ooh, cool. 8-2. All right. All right. I mean, the second part is definitely going to be the darkest, and we're really going to delve into I mean, the psyche yeah. of, of yeah. some of the characters. I but mean, yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah, again, I got to say, like, I actually enjoyed writing this one for the first time in a long time. You had to build that world. No, time, it's a very so. deep world. Yeah. yeah. You, you fell into it. Uh, okay. OG movie. Um, yeah. Robin Williams was a treasure. He was so good. The rest of the movie, I don't know. It's early 90s. It's not my favorite version of the 90s thing. I'm going to go 4-5. 4-5. 4-5. Mm-hmm. Seth, I don't remember anything about your movie. <laughs> <laughs> it was long and rambling. Uh, it was. It was. Yeah. Um... That was the thing I remember most about it. Mm-hmm. It sounded cool. The, the ravings of a madman. Yeah, the ravings of a madman. Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna give you a six. Seems cool. <laughs> All right, why fair. not? I mean, that's <laughs> fair. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah. So I guess. Well, fuck. The records is at 150 minutes. <laughs> so next week we're gonna do Lee with five easy pieces. Dude, that's yeah. a movie i guess i, I guess not really we will me, me and seth are gonna have to find that if indeed it is a movie uh-huh well now that filmstruck is dead it's gonna be a lot harder but yeah. hey good news everybody i'm a charter subscriber to the criterion Ooh. collection streaming service so oh, in april right. i could give you a password so you could watch this movie okay there we go there we go perfect <laughs> seems terrible